the social introvert. Drake can be like coming soon because people will wait. But you and I, we're on the come up. So think of it like that. If you are lucky enough to get someone out there's attention, right here, right now, it has to be out. If I'm like, oh, I don't know who this is. Oh, shit, you got my attention. I like this song. Oh, it says coming soon. I, I keep scrolling and within 15 seconds, I already forgot about it. It's like have it out right with the first piece of content. So the second we're lucky enough to get someone to stop and check it out, I'm like, oh, I like this. It's out now. This year I question my hunger. I wonder if my passion just ain't the same. Ain't pitting my pen in some days, but stuck in my ways. But now I'm just back on my purpose. Maybe you thought it was curtains. I'm here to tell you that's cap though. I'm kicking through all your back door, your front door, or your window when I bend low key. And if you know now when my pin down, see that just ain't me. I want that feeling back. I was concealing rap, my last drop in 2019. So ain't no excuse for that. I got some juice for that, but I'm still thankful for niggas that's rocking with me for the muscle. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 548. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts can be listened to. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Isid Davis. And also go ahead and as you're on TikTok, also follow the official BYNK Radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK Radio. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? If you want to send me some recommendations on movies, TV shows, anime, anything like that. Somebody sent me a recommendation on um, Grey's Anatomy. Let me tell you, I am not watching Grey's Anatomy ever again. Can't do it. You know what? I might. I just might. Since like when I, when I got the recommendation, they were like, man, you, you really need to watch Grey's Anatomy. Aren't there? What season are they on? Like 18? Look, fam. I stuck it out with Supernatural, and that's just because I loved Supernatural so much, and I was watching Supernatural since when it first aired. I was in high school when that shit aired, so (laughs) I was in high school at the time, so I was like, man, okay, y'all need to go ahead and just end it. You know, 15 seasons is way more than enough. Supernatural didn't need to last 15 seasons, let's be honest. Cool show, but eh. Yeah, could have capped it off at like five or six seasons, maybe, I guess. I don't know. But whatever, I, I love them, the, the the Winchester brothers, you know, just all around good TV when CW was actually great. But Grey's Anatomy, I don't know, man. And I might only give it some grace because of Jesse Williams. And I think Jesse Williams is a dope actor. I like him a lot. But, eh. I don't know. And uh, wasn't, what's his name? Wasn't Isaiah Washington on Grey's Anatomy at one point? And got fired for some, sh- some some weird dumb shit. I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's up in the air for me. I don't know if I could get into Grey's Anatomy shit again. Can't do it. Um, I also got another recommendation. A Fringe. 
yeah, I've I've watched Fringe. I love Fringe. That was that was one of my shows right there. And Persons of Interest. I didn't finish the series, but I watched a little bit of Persons of Interest. Pretty pretty dope. It was all right. And Cole Jackson did send me a recommendation for a movie called Brawl and Cell Block 99 with Vince Vaughn. Fire. I just watched it. I, I finished it yesterday. I actually, I didn't finish it. I, I sat there and watched it in one sitting. Like, I'm, I'm talking about it as if I took a break. No, I sat there and watched the whole thing. That movie's fucking awesome. Um, I'm not going to say that Vince Vaughn needs a better agent. Because he clearly he doesn't. He's very successful in what he's doing in his career, clearly. I'm just going to say, I want to see Vince Vaughn in more serious roles. I remember, like I said last week, I watched Domestic Disturbance with him and John Travolta. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know he could take it there. I didn't know he was, he, he could be that much of an asshole. And, you know, there's been some movies here and there where he's kind of serious. You know, Freaky was one another movie that I mentioned last week where it, it was more played for laughs, but is more of a freaky Friday situation. He switches bodies with some high school girl and you know, it's, it's a pretty cool, fun movie, but yeah, movies like this brawl and cell block 99 is on Tubi. I want to see Vince Vaughn in more shit like that. I really want him to be in more dramatic, serious, roles because damn i i liked it i liked it a lot so i don't mind seeing him in in rom-coms or anything because one of my favorite movies is the breakup with him and jennifer aniston but look fam uh i want to see <laughs> i want to see him in more serious shit i love wedding crashes i thought wedding crashes was awesome but put vince vaughn in more serious roles please so uh, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Benny the Butcher's Everybody Can't Go. The uh, I'm not going to say debut, but it technically is it's his, it's his Def Jam debut. We'll put it like that. Um, he had claimed that this album was going to be the best album since DMX's debut, which is Is Dark and Hell is Hot. A lot of us who were fans of DMX, who are very familiar with the album... Who are old enough to stand in front of our televisions at one point after school reciting the words to get at me dog with Styles P and Rough Riders Anthem clearly remember. We clearly remember the fucking build up. Album drops, the intro, dog, that's my man's in him, and all of that, and so on and so forth. We already know how the album goes. Same year he drops the sophomore flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Okay? But um, Everybody Can't Go by Benny the Butcher. Okay. Um, it is way too damn early to determine if this is the best album since the DMX debut from Def Jam. Um, I'm guessing he's just saying that to get people hyped. I will say it's, you know, it's 12 tracks. I'd take off two, uh, personally, if I were Benny. That's track three. I think it's Big Dog with Lil Wayne in track four. Everybody Can't Go, the title track featuring Kyle Banks. I would take both of those off. To me, it is the perfect album when those two songs are removed. I like the album overall. I enjoyed it. Um, 
I'm trying to see where the whole claim of him saying that, like the. That's what made me hype. I'm not trying to downplay what he said. I'm not trying to criticize him for making that best debut album since DMX's, you know, statement, you know. But I think when I listen to this album over and over again, the production is very, hmm, I don't want to say those weird-ass words, but I will say nostalgic, No, just a weird-ass word to me. I don't know. The beats, the production is very nostalgic. It it brings that some of that that feeling from back then. Like if, like I said, Benny Conway, West Side Gun, a lot of these guys, you could put them back in you know the mid '90s, going into the late '90s, and they'd be just fine, you know. But um, this is just an okay album. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I have not heard anything. Prior to the album dropping, uh, the day it dropped was the first time I heard One Foot In featuring Stove God Cooks. And I will say this, Stove God Cooks, I don't know what you're doing. I know your last project was, which, what was that called? If These Kitchen Walls Could Talk. Listen, man, I need something else. Stove God is the chosen one. I stand on that. I will die on that hill. Stove God Cooks, I... I know people love Kendrick. I know people love J. Cole. I know people love Drake. And you pedestalize some of you, you know. And it's okay. Like, I think Nas is one of the greatest to ever do it. I think Lupe. I think Lupe is right there as one of the greatest lyricists ever. Like, it's ridiculous. If you just, if you really pay attention, Lupe is up there. But, uh, Stove God, when it comes to this... That the type of talk he be talking on these verses. <laughs> Stove God Cooks is the chosen one. It's very unfortunate the the rift between him and Rock Marciano. I I wish that could have worked out a lot better. Um, I don't know if Stove God is still a part of Baby Grande Records. I'm pretty sure he is. But it's, it's confusing. Like, people don't know if he's part of Baby Grande, Conglomerate with Busta Rhymes, um, the whole Rock Marciano situation. The Let me see. He was discovered by Lord Jamar from Brand Nubian. So it's it's a crazy, it's a crazy, um, should I say entanglement? I don't know. It's just, ugh. It just gives, gives off Jada Pickett vibes. I don't know. But <laughs> Stove God Cooks is the chosen one. I will say that. He is, he's different. That man is different. Uh, but overall, Everybody Can't Go is a very decent album. Uh, Griselda Express with West Side Gun and Conway is those three reunited. And I love that song. I really love it. Uh, my favorite song is Buffalo Kitchen Club with Armani Caesar. I love her. She's great. Love that beat. But um, the album is, the album's fine. One of the lead singles is Braun. The beat is awesome. I, look, man, it's too fucking early. It's, it's just been, it's, it hasn't even been a full week of the album being out. This album is fine. I enjoy it. Um, I would not sit here and just say, oh, man, this is a classic. And da, da, da. You know how the, the, the regular thing that people do when an album comes out. And it's been 30 minutes to an hour. And 
people just say it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, um, I don't know. <laughs> That's how I felt listening to this album. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is fine. This is like another Griselda release. It's cool. But yeah, Everybody Can't Go is a, a dope title for an album, by the way. But it's available on all music streaming platforms. And yeah, it's true. Everybody Can't Go. Uh, I have seen some complaints on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And people are like, why is this called Everybody Can't Go? And no child left behind that dumb shit. Anyway, <laughs> let me move on from this, get to some new music. So that song that you heard in the beginning of the episode is called Soulfully Me by Mo Jams. Never heard of him. And I just like, you know what? I like this song. I'm going to put it on the podcast. The Instagram algorithm has been blessing me, man. Just all different types of artists from other walks of life. Like it's, you know, people complain about the type of sound that they want to hear again or to come back around. Just the other day, there was a, a rock band that came across my algorithm. And I've been hearing people complain, man, we need to go back to the days where Green Day was, you know, really active and some 41 and, and Third Eye Blind and da 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 da, all this alternative rock and punk rock, that whole era when it was really just popping off. And, the, you know, the early Linkin Park days. This band, this short 30 second clip, actually, I think it's longer than that, my mistake, just pops up on my algorithm out of nowhere. The band is called Sleep Theory. And is led by a black guy singing his ass off. And is literally giving off the old Linkin Park sound, hybrid theory, Meteora, you know, era. And there's a lot of people in the comments like, well, it's fine, but it just, it really, it just sounds so 2007. Oh my God, this sounds like when I just ran home from school to play SmackDown versus Raw. And la da 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 and... This, oh, this is so 2000s. And it's just a bunch of people complaining. And I'm like, isn't this what y'all asked for? Like, I'm lost here, right? Like, I'm not just talking to people in the hip-hop world like at all. Like, I'm talking to people who just listen to other genres of music or strictly just listen to that genre of music, no matter what it is. I just feel like I'm the person that just can bridge the gap. Like... I'm not going to sit here and just say, oh, I just listen to hip-hop. Like, fuck that. Like, I want to listen to everything. I want to know what's going on, sonically. But it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all sit here and complain about all the shit that's going on, but then when somebody comes up with something that's just fresh or very nostalgic of a certain era that you really appreciate, you just, you shit on it or you downplay it like, oh, whatever. I don't get it. So, hey, whatever. Anyway... (laughs) The band, uh, let me see, the band's name is Sleep Theory. I just heard that one song, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take my time and go back and uh, check them out and see what else they have, because I like what the hell I heard. So, yeah. Uh, To get into some more new music, though, uh, there's an artist by the name of Chima Dior. It's C-H-I-M-A. Or Chima, I'm sorry, I know I'm probably butchering the name, but it's uh, Chima, Chima Dior. Oh my God, like, I feel like, I, I hate when I 
freaking butcher names. I feel like I'm butchering it, but this song is called Until It's Too Late. Check it out. The Social Introvert. so bad uh because i know i'm saying this shit wrong but anyway you can find that song available on all music streaming services uh like i don't feel good (laughs) let me stop uh so let me see what else we got going on here um this brick lady uh there's there's been some updates and whenever this first initially came about you know people were up in arms men are evil men are so wicked Men need to be homeless. They need to die. Blah, 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 and a whole bunch of other bullshit. But initially when this came out, there was a video where this woman was, for whatever reason, was just out in the streets. Let me tell you something real quick. Side note. Um, when you out in the streets just acting willy-nilly rambunctious and shit, and uh, we outside, and you just you feel like you can cause ruckus or you think nobody can say nothing to you, Something is bound to happen to you. I'm just going to tell you this. Don't think people that are around are obligated to help you. Because nine times out of ten, you might have maybe one person that might step in. He might get beat down. He might get stabbed or shot. Whatever. But don't think that a group of dudes is just going to jump in and do whatever. Because they probably just going to walk past and just like, okay, whatever. This is somebody that's trying to cause trouble. Because in the video, initially, just looked like he was causing trouble. Especially when you walked up to the white dude and you was bothering him, antagonizing the hell out this white dude. Slapped him and then walked off. And I'm sitting here like, damn, the audacity. Like, why? Why does she do that? But um, she claimed that she was hit with a brick. Whatever. And got home and recorded a video just very incoherent and just all over the place with the story her face was blown up it was very puffy she looked like mrs puff from spongebob squarepants and so on and so forth the the comments fo- that followed is 
basically out to make black men because that's what she was saying you know these black men wouldn't help me these black men are this just you know this we're the fucking scapegoats for everything man damn something bad happens well, black men bleh. and i'm like fam like what do we have why do we have to catch the stray every damn time but in a new update this is on tmz you know if it's coming from tmz it's got to be true I'm not trying to be condescending when I say that. I don't like TMZ, but, you know, a lot of the times, they be right on some shit. But whatever. In a bizarre and bewildering saga that has gripped the city of Houston, the limelight shines on Rhoda Osman. Oh, that's her name? Rhoda. Oh, yeah, she's a problem. Her name is Rhoda. Wasn't there a chick named Rhoda on, um... <laughs> Just let you know how long I've been around my grandmother. Uh, Rhoda. Wasn't there a chick named Rhoda on Mary Tyler Moore show or something like that? Was it Rhoda? I think it was like her friend or her sister. I don't know, man. Um, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> the woman who catapulted to viral fame for her harrowing tale of a brick assault outside a local club. A narrative that authorities now assert to be untrue. The latest twist in the unfolding drama reveals that Osmond age 33, damn, she 33, she's older than whatever, has finally surrendered to the police, charged with fel felony theft, excuse me, by deception. Osmond had initially pledged to turn herself in Thursday. However, the promised surrender did not materialize. Now new court records bring clarity to the situation, confirming that Osmond surrendered to the authorities this morning. As Houston grapples with this strange sequence of events, recent court documents shed light on Osmond's legal status. She is now reportedly free on a $10,000 bond awaiting her arrangement scheduled for March 5th as part of her bond conditions. Osmond had to surrender her passport. Thank the Lord. The un <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. The unfolding drama began when Osmond's claims of a vicious attack circulated widely on social media, eliciting an outpouring of sympathy and support from the online community. However, However, the narrative took a dark twist when it was exposed that Osmond had allegedly exploited her distressing story to raise over 42 G's on GoFundMe under false pretenses. I'm going to stop there because we don't need to go any further. Look, man, I'm tired. I'm, I'm just, why? Why? Just, why? Come on, fam. And you notice when this story came about this the update on this the ones that were like oh my god and had every crazy thing to say about just men overall not a peep not a single freaking peep when this was revealed to be untrue and initially i think i think word was going around the reason why her face was all puffed up was because of a allergic reaction to i don't know like what was she eating? Oysters or clams or whatever other type of seafood? I don't know. But, yeah, this this sucks. I hate when shit like this happens. There's an update with the Meg and Tori thing. I'm not going to really say anything. Uh, probably not till next week. But there is an update. Um, I would say from a reliable slash unreliable source. I don't want to take his word for it. But... I don't think he's wrong because I said it too. The longer he sits in a cell, the more that will be revealed. 
I'm, I'm saying it now. I'm just saying it now. But I say that just to say, anytime the truth really comes out, oh, it, you know, crickets, nothing. We hear not a peep. And I'm like, fam, what, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> come on. Because when this shit came out, this brick lady shit, right? I don't know. Like, look, side note. Watching Friday, Craig and Debo fought, okay? We already know how Friday goes. He's like, hey, punk. Craig threw the brick, hit Debo in the face. He was like, whatever. And by the end of it, you know, he was just laying there and everybody was coming. Actually, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smokey came up to him and said, you got to knock the fuck out, whatever. Um, what do you say? Payback's a bitch. Uh, oh, yeah, Ezel. Sorry. Ezel came up. I still, I don't kill. But you clearly see Debo's face. His face was mucked up a little bit. And we look at this chick's face. Like I said, she just looked like Mrs. Puff from Spongebob. So I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure when you take a brick to the face, there's going to be cuts and abrasions and all sorts of shit. Like, she's going to be jacked up. And clearly she wasn't. So, whatever. But, yeah, this is um, an interesting story. Kind of bothers me that she was able to bond herself out. I don't think she should have been allowed to do that because this is this is dangerous. Things like this can be very dangerous, but whatever. Uh, clearly, that was not the brick that Craig threw at Debo. So, yeah, false alarm. She lied. The story is not real. Let's carry on until March 5th. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm going to stay on the up and up with this. I want to see the punishment behind this. Uh, but anyway, um, and there's another update that's going on. I keep saying that this girl, her name is Courtney McClenny. It's just Courtney Clenny. Courtney Clenny is the white girl who was in a relationship with this black guy, African guy. And just a lot of domestic violence and, and shit like that. She's an Instagram model, apparently. I'm a retired master sergeant in Call of Duty, whatever. But no, uh, <laughs> there was a series of videos of just these two going at it. And I don't believe that he was really hitting her at all. Because every time we saw a video, she got physical with this dude, like beating on this guy. But of course, we all know the story that it led to his murder. She stabbed him to death. And yes, she's in court right now. Does not look like the same person. Like lit, like I, hey fellas, be careful out here. They do not look out. <laughs> Boy, AI, the filters, the apps, they work wonders. I'll just say that. I'm not gonna sit here and slander y'all like that. You know I love y'all. Y'all could be cute, but I ain't gonna slander y'all like that. Uh, goodness gracious, man, this is this can't be the same chick. This cannot be the same chick. If you've seen the side by side picture of her Instagram photo versus what she looks like right now in court, it's unreal. And you're like, oh, you must not have been around a real woman before. Yes, I have. Okay. I, I've, I've been around women who do not wear makeup. Believe me. Okay. So I know how they look barefaced and all. But this shit right here, this shit right here is different. But whatever. Let me quit. I'm going to quit playing. Uh, OF model Courtney Clinney, parents arrested, alleged evidence tampering. This shit is wild. According to online records, the Clinnies are facing unspecified felony charges from out of state. 
but we're still working to confirm exactly what they've been deemed for. The parents of Courtney Clinney, the OnlyFans model who has been charged with murdering her boyfriend, have been arrested themselves. Kim and Deborah Clinney, oh yeah, wait. Wait, 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 the dad's name is Kim? Whatever, let me stop. I'm being a jackass today. I'm so sorry, guys. Kim and Deborah Clinney were arrested at their Austin, Texas home Tuesday in connection with the murder case, and we're told it has something to do with potential evidentiary tampering. Sources with direct knowledge tell us the Clinnies were taken into custody by law enforcement in Travis County on a warrant out of Miami. There's a, a picture of her. Actually, this is a video of her covered in blood. Um, Jesus, that, that is terrifying, bro. The allegation, from what we understand, boils down to a laptop that belonged to Courtney's late boyfriend, Christian Abunzeli which our sources say remained in their Miami apartment after he was killed in an argument in 2022 we're told courtney's dad kim oh my god his name is kim went back to their unit to clear out her stuff in the aftermath and in the process stumbled across this laptop which we're told had not been impounded as evidence when police first went through after the incident and tmz is not holding back they are showing this crime scene and sheesh man uh, anyway, our sources say Courtney gave her father the password and he got in, but found nothing but a crypto exchange on the hard drive. After that, we're told he notified Courtney's defense attorney about it and handed it off to the legal team. At this point, our sources say that they are still in custody and the exact charges are a bit unclear, but we're told that they have a bond hearing in court Wednesday. We covered it all on the latest episode of the TMZ podcast available on all pa- podcast platforms. Yeah, this is shit. The parents, man, look, fellas, man, y'all be sitting here chasing after these chicks just because they look a certain way, man. And I'm telling you, stop. That should not be the first initial thing that you, of course, they're pretty, they're attractive, but the first sign is some like weird shit that just is very off-putting. Get the hell away from them. Men and women, get away from them. Save yourself. This, I don't know how it got this far. I I would, I wish I could talk to this man and, and just like, how? Why? You know what I'm saying? It's just sad as hell that it's gone this long. Only for the update. And it's good that it has gone this long, so I won't just, I won't say that. But the parents are involved in this. The dad went out of his way to confiscate the laptop that fam what would i was i was at a loss for words the last time i talked about this now we into some shit we into some shit for real i'm gonna just say dudes y'all stay alert man any sign of some chick getting aggressive with you and you can simply walk away. It's almost like Jonathan Majors when this nigga just took off running. He was trying to get away from the chick, and she chased after him. Uh, any sign like that, fam, you you need to go into hiding. You need to lay, do something. Lay low. Get the hell away. Uh, you, you will not be putting your hands on me. First things first, I'm going to just call my sister to come beat you up. <laughs> 
gonna just get my sister to come beat you up, fam, because you're not putting your hands on me. I swear on everything. No, because if you look at some of the footage, it's like, like what, what's what's wrong with him? Why is he putting up with that? And the other exchange uh, in the hotel room or the Airbnb, wherever they're at, where she was just going off on him. I don't think she, no, she didn't hit him or anything like that, but she was really aggressive. And we also need, I think in that video alone, there was somebody across in the living room uh, sitting on the couch recording the whole thing. There was somebody holding the phone recording this. We need to get like a testimony from that individual because we don't even know who the hell that was. But the fact that the parents are in on it, especially the dad confiscating the laptop is what makes this shit scary as hell. This is scary. Look, man, hey, Jordan Peele didn't put out Get Out for no reason. I'll just say that. And I'm not saying this is the case, you know, a Get Out situation, but it, it might teeter on the line of Get Out with, you know, you got the dad helping the daughter and shit, the mom's in on it, and yeah, it's a complete clusterfuck. I know we get these stories about women in domestic violence situations, but there is an even higher percentage men who suffer in domestic violence situations and will never speak the hell up for whatever reason. All I'll say is speak the hell up and, and talk. I know it's this narrative. If a man speaks up on something like that, being sexually assaulted or, you know, even being abused physically by a significant other people are going to laugh at him damn all that start speaking up men and women too because the longer you are in this type of situation you can end up just like this guy you can end up like this and then hell hypothetically you know let's just say that the parents could be in on it the parents could not give a damn and just say okay we're going to do everything that we can to protect this person that just murdered somebody you know what i'm saying just Oh, man, that's a lot. This is a lot. But uh, there will be more updates. I, I will look in more into this. And uh, yeah. And I don't want to hear people say, well, if he was dating a black woman, it wouldn't have went like that. How do you know that? How do we know that for sure? Okay. <laughs> we got to stop saying that. We got to because the situation could have been similar or or. She could have called the cops on him or something like that. He would have got arrested regardless of what happened and he would have got locked up. And yet he still would have been alive. But eventually, who knows how that would have ended up. So we can't just sit here and say, well, if he was dating a black woman, he would be all right just because she got it. You know, she happens to be black. Like, no, like that is a very odd way to <laughs> to analyze this situation. Because it could happen to anybody. There was there was a story of, of an older white guy. Matter of fact, he might not have been older. He could have probably been somewhere in his 40s, mid to late 40s. He was dating this chick. She could have been slightly younger. She's Hispanic or whatever. But um, she's, you know, into she's into the UFC shit, okay? MMA, mixed martial arts, whatever. And, you know, he has no familiarity with that. He's not into all of that. This is this is a business guy. And I guess they got into it. It's been a while since that story happened. But what ends up happening is she beats him to death, calls the authorities and played it off as if 
it was some type of domestic violence situation, self-defense, whatever. And come to find out, the story unfolds. She was claiming that he was messing around with other women. He wasn't. It, the situation had already been bad. He was trying to make it work. Uh, but anytime they would, you know, argue, it would always lead to her hitting him. And I guess she took it too far. And yeah, she's locked up now. And man, it's it's crazy, dude. So don't think it's just a one-sided thing when it comes to domestic violence, because it's not. It's just that men aren't speaking up about it. They don't want to be made out to be punks or bitches or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to start speaking up and talking, fam, because it, it is crazy. So, yeah, that wraps this episode up for me. Um, shout out to my regular favorite podcasters. Y'all know who y'all are. Shout out to the whole BYNK fam. And, uh, yes, we have a brand new podcast, part of the BYNK Content Network on YouTube, on YouTube, BYNK Content Network. Our show is called Inappropriate Discourse. The first three episodes are out. We're doing outstanding numbers, Larry June voice. And, uh, yeah, this is a very cool show. It's a game show. And um, I want you guys to check it out. Please subscribe, like, and share this show. It's on YouTube. Inappropriate Discourse on the BYNK Content Network page. Uh, right now, the goal initially, the goal for January was to get to 50 subscribers. We only got to 29. We need to get the numbers up, man. We need the numbers. Outstanding numbers. We, we Good job, BYNK Radio. But no, um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Let them know about Inappropriate Discourse. And I uh, I'm pretty sure they'll have fun with it, man. I like this show. It's so dope. And, yeah, every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, Cole Jackson hosts a radio show powered by BYNK Radio called Thursday Night Lights. Be sure to check it out, bynkradio.net at that time, 7 p.m. Central. Stay at the top of the page at the header. Or you can download the Radio King app in your app store. Once you have it downloaded, just type in BYNK Radio. And make sure you hit the heart to favorite that radio station so you won't miss Thursday Night Lights. And if you do miss it, we have a replay on Saturdays at 12 p.m. Central Time at 12 noon. So if you miss Thursday, you can check it out Saturday. After that, I don't know what to tell you. But <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But no, um, you can check Thursday Night Lights. Excuse me. Thursday Night Lights. Every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, and replays Saturday, 12 p.m. Central. The Social Introvert and BYNK Radio have also linked up to put out a monthly soundtrack playlist on Spotify. The link is in the bio at Isid Davis on Instagram and at the Social Introvert Podcast. So, all the songs that you heard within that specific month. Uh, we got we have all of them out from August to December. So all the songs that you heard on each episode that you listen to, you can listen to those songs on that playlist. Like I said, August through December is out. January is underway and currently working on February. Um, I'm really trying to go for more. I'm, I'm aiming for more like just artists, just not the typical ones that I normally go for, like your Primo Rice and L.E.S. and, and Larry June and the Griselda guy. Like, I, I want to go off of people that are 
literally independent, like just getting off the ground and trying to aim for those people. So, yeah. And it gives you a chance to go down a rabbit hole if you're trying to discover more artists. You know, they, you know, kind of give you a break away from your top 40 billboard hits on the radio. I know y'all get tired of that shit. I know y'all get tired of that, that janky ass playlist on Spotify that has the same shit that you're hearing on the radio. Like They're, they're not doing anything innovative. <laughs> so, hey, here I am. Go ahead and check out the Social Introvert soundtrack playlist available on Spotify. And yeah, it'll be in my stories. It'll be it, whenever each playlist is up, I'll post it. I'll keep you on the up and up. The link is in the bio if you want to go check it out. And uh, yeah, so let me see what else we got going on here. Nothing else, nothing else really to report on. Um, it's been a very strange week, a good week, but a strange week. You know, it's just celebrity news, people becoming unhinged, politicians becoming unhinged, uh, the tides are turning. Uh, is 2024, I'm going to just say it, is we about to get into some shit. I feel it. I really feel it. Just not to keep on going with this, man. Kansas City Chiefs. My dad's favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers. Man, I wish he could see that because he, he wouldn't have stopped talking shit. So he's a, your punk ass Giants ain't make the Super Bowl. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, they are here once again facing off. And the last time that these two went at it, just a couple weeks after the pandemic kicked off in the full gear baby like it it wasn't a full fucking motion and it was hey i call that year the summer of love okay it it was the summer of love and yeah um i just stay alert pay attention to see what's going on it's election year too by the way uh (laughs) they're reporting that trump lost to biden by six points i forgot what state it was it's pay the hell attention people please and i know i'm not the guy to go to to listen and be like oh man you know he's really saying something i'm i'm more so like the unhinged uh alex jones joe budden type i guess if you i don't know but all i'll say is stay safe and stay aware and please pay the hell attention because when i saw that i'm like you know what you might not be kansas city in in san francisco and then lo and behold i said oh shit here we go something's about to pop off. I don't know what it is. Something's coming. But other than that, have a great week. Have an even better weekend. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And I see you guys next week. The Social Introvert. What is it when they choose me? They be dumb niggas. What is it when I choose to be the wrong nigga? I'm so fed up with the games and the laws, yeah. My last thing did me wrong, had me so sick. I know that we've been through for ages. You're damn right, I still go through your pages. I'm underneath these memories, faded, faded. Fuck it, I'll admit it, yeah, I'm jaded, jaded. I'ma do some self-work when I get home It gets a little difficult
Is this on? Okay. Look. Okay. Super Bowl is underway. And for the ones that are going to watch, uh, just please do your best to keep your, your blood pressure low. Because every chance that they have, they're going to show Taylor Swift. And I know people feel some type of way right now about this NFL season and just too much damn Taylor Swift. Look, I'm sick of seeing her too, and I haven't even kept up with the full season. I gave up on the Giants midseason. I'm like, yeah, these niggas ain't going nowhere. But just, you know, I know I know it's going to be painful to watch the Super Bowl because they ain't going to show shit but Taylor Swift. But until then, until then, take care. May the best team win. And, uh, yeah. Bye-bye. BYK Radio.